This is a podcast version of a radio show by K103 Gothenburg Student Radio. Find us at k103.se. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Ordinary Observations with Jack and Mark and longtime listener of the show, Anton. Unexpected observations, Anton. What's up, guys? Yeah, nice. It's nice to be a part of it. <laughs> Finally. What's your favorite show? <laughs> yeah, it's this one. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I thought so. <laughs> yeah, so a little bit unexpected this that Anton joins us this though. evening. Yeah. But uh, nice to have you here, mate. Welcome. Yeah, so we're going to talk all things spooky and scary over on Ordinary Observations this time. Yeah, so this was sort of scheduled to be a last week kind of thing, and just in time for uh, Halloween, Halloween, the spooky season. The Halloween special. Um, didn't make it? Nope. Got sick? Yeah. Something like that. No, I got a new job. Oh, Mark got a job. All right. Long time listener of the, uh, listeners of the show will know I've been unemployed. <laughs> yeah, what's un- unemployment like then? Yeah, it's fun. It's yeah. nice. Nice team. Nice people. Ah, uh, good. Good, yeah, good, good. Going good. So no more working on the content. Well, still working on the content, but not as fast. Yeah, obviously not as effectively either. Oh. Zing. <laughs> um, what else we got in the intro notes there? Any good jokes? How about that game of rugby? Oh, Two weeks ago. Yeah. You want to talk about that? No, not particularly. Right. We'll, we'll get to that next lost. week. Yep. Get to that next week. Yeah, so this is going to be the spooky special. Yep. All things ghosts and ghost stories. Ghost stories. Have you ever seen a ghost? No. I felt afraid of ghosts. I've definitely woken up without the covers on, but you know, I don't are, know if that's ghosts or myself. Are you what? guys still scared of the dark? Fuck yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, like, man, after, I, after making the content for this episode, yeah. I never want to be in the dark ever again. I got freaked <laughs> out doing this, and then like I had to get up to go take a piss in the middle of the night. And so I was like running back to the bedroom, pulling the finger at the empty void, <laughs> <laughs> like into the living room in the dark. Like fuck you, <laughs> just in case there was a ghost there. Yeah, you know? yeah my, it's like every you know, st- still every night when I walk out of my bedroom to take a piss, yeah. it's like I always look to the right <laughs> no. and I pray that I won't see nobody exactly. there. Exactly, yeah. yeah. just run to the bathroom. Yeah, man. I, I definitely noticed my apartment's been very cold after like riding this uh, down. Day. <laughs> Something's hovering over me. Yeah. I'm nervous too because now, like, I'm now at home alone tonight as well. So it's like, ooh. Oh, okay, what's what's first then? What's first? Yeah. So first up, we're going to be talking about the Flying Dutchman. After the roaring success of our last episode, <laughs> roasting the Dutch. Oh yeah, there's another thing too. We're supposed to be trying to get the old um, percentage of female listeners up. So we thought we talked about ghosts. Yeah. For some reason, Dutch football hooliganism and eel pulling didn't really do it for us. Yeah, or potato riots. We're floundering down on 30% female listenership, so... But we added a country, shout out Hungary. Shout out Hungary. Yes. Unfortunately, it's probably another dude from Hungary listening. It definitely is, I know him. Myself, Uh, shout out Balash. Oh, okay, okay, okay. (laughs) Right, the Flying Dutchman is a legendary ghost ship that was never able to make port and was doomed to sail the high seas forever. The myths and legends of the Flying Dutchman originated in the 17th century, around the time of the Dutch Golden Age. Golden Age. And um, according to the legends, the ship was in a huge storm and the passengers of the ship wanted to turn back and head to port. 
but the captain carried on sailing through the storm and then even challenged God to take him on and the <laughs> ship down. God said, well, well, well. <laughs> it seems like you, have to con- you want to contend with the will of Saruman <laughs> and took him and the ship to his watery grave in the David Jones locker. Okay. Yeah, the Flying Dutchman is see either as a light or a somewhat translucent image and brings with it a sense of doom and has also taken down any ships that try and go after it as well. Try and go after it. Yeah. So uh, if they if ships follow it into yeah, the yeah. into the <laughs> darkness, it, they sink into to the, into the fog. Yeah, they yeah. sink to the water grave. It seems mm-hmm. like something so simple nowadays. Yeah. You'd be like, uh, if you see a ghost ship, it's just a reflection. Leave of it something. the fuck alone. So they weren't just sailing in the Bermuda. Yeah. Uh, apparently, the Flying Dutchman's been around and about for a while as well. But it's going, sa- like, going, so, so going in lots of different places. Okay. But the flying part, it's a bit of a misnomer. Like it still sails or. Yeah, I don't know where the flying part comes just from. Really fast? I think that was the name of the ship, perhaps. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, oh. So, um, shout out to our own flying Dutchman design. Oh. Good contributions last so week. What does yeah. the, uh, the rumor says? Does it still is it still claiming yeah. chips? To, it to still it still exists and it's still out there and it can okay. never Suez Canal <laughs> <laughs> and it can never ever make port. Yeah. Okay. That's the flying Dutchman. Mm. All right, that's the flying Dutchman. This is Yard Act Dream Job. <laughs> Lyssna på K103. Yes, welcome back to Ordinary Observations on K103. We're talking ghost stories over here, and we've got a good one for you. It's a deep dive into the Bell Witch. Yeah, arguably the USA's most famous ghost story. Bell Witch. You guys ever heard of it? Never. No. Tell us more. You ever heard of um, the Blair Witch? Yes. Apparently the, that's loosely based on this, but then having read the whole history of this, there's nothing comparable at all so it's terrifying it's just one of those useless facts i had for you um but the bell witch again i agree the usa's most famous ghost story uh was a spirit that haunted the family of john bell on their farm near adams tennessee beginning in 1817 the following is the quote unquote classical version of the story according to um, bellwitch.org website <laughs> I, spent, I spent a lot of time on this website i couldn't find any other details on any other versions that exist so this is the this is the we take this, this is the gospel now this is the gospel um, and this is going to be quite a lengthy sort of detailed explanation of the bell witch so yep. if you've got anything to do in the next sort of half hour you can come back and i'll probably still be talking about the bell witch brace yourself this is a deep dive so Tennessee, Adams, back in 1817, not a whole lot going on back then. Prior to the hauntings, John and his wife Lucy Bell and their family, they had moved to Tennessee from North Carolina in the very early 1800s, I don't know when, maybe 10 years prior to this. Uh, They bought a nice big house on a decent sized farm, and over the following few years they acquired quite a bit of land, until they owned a total of 328 acres. Anybody know what an acre looks like? I I unfortunately do, but... It's, How long it, is a yard? Yeah. I don't know. It's like I know. I'm, three, I'm three used to the metric system. Yeah, but yeah. that's the thing. Like, even in the metric system, how big is a square kilometer? Yeah, it's hard it's to like say. It's hard to imagine. But an acre is basically, for our listeners, a big football pitch size. Yeah, so apparently 328 acres works out to a pretty close to 300 football fields. Yeah. Now, I hate to have to do the football fields comparison. <laughs> <laughs> how many but, washing machines? Yeah, yeah exactly. How many Boeing 787s <laughs> can you fit? But so... So, so be it. Now, I don't know what a standard sort of farm looked like back in those days, but without electricity or modern machinery, you'd imagine that was quite a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot, a lot, it's a lot of, of farm to yeah. be farming, right? A lot of land. 
on hand tools. Still, I mean, a lot of board, hands needed for the hand tools. Yeah, unfortunately, the point I'm getting at is uh, they were they were slave owners. Yeah, they had slaves. Planters. Yeah, they were called. I guess. Yeah, that was the, the. I think that's a modern thing, like plantation owners gets translated to planters because they want to sort of erase the guilt of slavery. Oh. Yeah, right. yes. They need a lot of people to work this farm. Yeah, you get the point. So, so that's, yeah, we've acknowledged it. So I'm not sure how many children they had when they yes. moved on, onto the farm, but they had three more whilst they were living there. Mm. And those are the important ones. By all accounts, the Bell family were happy here at this farm and were doing well, despite the moral... Until yeah. one day, or... They, they lived were, on their farm peacefully. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, they were running slaves, but... Not okay. everyone on the farm, but the Bell family. They <laughs> were, for, for, for lack of a better word, they were successful farmers, oh. plantation owners, and were not bothered by any sort of malevolent spirits, uh, which for the you know 1800s must have been considered pretty positive. Oh. I, feel, I feel like ghosts were just fucking everywhere back then. That, that's back in the days when they believed in trolls and all kinds yeah, of stuff. Yeah, I mean, all sorts the, of the occult and stuff like that. I mean... Like, ghosts have had to disappear now that we've got phone cameras everywhere, right? Yeah. But back then, they were just floating about. So the strange shit really kicks off around 1817. One day, John Bell is out in his field when he encounters a strange beast between the cornrows. Evidently, it has the body of a large dog, but the head of a rabbit. That's terrifying. Which uh, John shot at the creature, but it escaped. Hmm. Of course. I mean, it doesn't seem particularly scary. Like, I, I think it is. I think that's creepy. Uh, it's creepy, but yeah. like rabbits aren't known for being like large teeth or violent or anything. So could be just a, a big hair or something that he didn't see, or a shadow of it. You know. I don't know. I don't know. It says that he, uh, you know, he didn't think anything of it, and then he just went back to dinner at the house. <laughs> it's like, bro, if I saw a dog with a rabbit's head, <laughs> I'd, I'd be, be pretty shaken up. I'd be, fucking, yeah. I'd be freaked out. Yeah, he didn't That's the kind of shit I don't want to face, you know, on my way to the bathroom in the middle of the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it doesn't matter what it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> if you saw a fucking dog with a rabbit's head, I would didn't be... Wanna, uh, he didn't want to tell any of his family either. He know. just was like, oh, dinner time. All right, what is it? Yeah, yeah. so, so <laughs> it says he's, you know, unbothered by it. It's got, he's got massive just NPC energy about him. Yeah, John Bell. Yeah, as if he's on, like, Grand Theft Auto sees some horrific shooting on the street and then they just like keep walking keep you walking know NPC mode <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> gotta go to the bank just un- unbothered like oh well I wonder what's for dinner house <laughs> roll <laughs> so exactly so he forgets about this terrifying beast he's seen yeah, in the he, field he, he buries the trauma deep yeah, and yeah carries he ke- on. keeps it until later that night the family was awoken by scratching and beating sounds on the outer walls of their home which is very spooky yeah, I guess you could still justify it. You could say, like, it could be a tornado or something. Some crops are beaten against the house. I don't know. Something. It's terrifying. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I don't want to try and justify so, it. So each, so each night following this, the mysterious noises would return uh, with increasing intensity. John Bale and his sons would you know, rush out there with their rifles to catch whatever entity was responsible for these disturbing disruptances. Uh, but they would always return empty-handed, of course. It's a ghost. No. Uh, so in the following weeks, the Bell children began to experience unexplainable things going on in their home. They would say I'm that they were... inside. Now we're yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so okay. the spirit's getting stronger. It's, it's moved. In. It's yeah. getting stronger. It's evolving. <laughs> it's inhabited the house now. So there were unexplainable goings-on. They would say they were like rats snoring at their bedposts, and the blankets and pillows would suddenly be ripped from their bed by an invisible entity. That's mm. terrifying. That's fucked. Yeah. Yeah, because that could happen any time. You know how when you're in bed as well, and you're just like, I know that the blanket could just be ripped from me right now. 
And I think that's also, how are you going to re- re- react? That's also fear to wake up without that on you as well. I wake up without it on me all the time. Don't you used to say that every time you wake up during night, it has become because somebody's watching you? No, nah, don't give me that uh, shit. Mate, I have to go to bed later. Yeah, man. Like, <laughs> fuck it. No, that's not what they say. We um, invite you on as our ghost historian. Yeah, I don't want to hear this. Uh, yeah, I'm already spooked out enough. <laughs> but uh, that's some fucking scary shit, obviously. Having your blanket and your pillows of ripped your away from you. As well. Of yeah. his kids, yeah. So, next time you're lying alone in bed or with your partner, just imagine the cover is ripped away by something that literally isn't there. And once was a half dog, half rabbit. I would, <laughs> I would not be sleeping in that room again. So, okay, as time goes on, the entity becomes stronger. The bells hear faint whispering voices, which are you know, too quiet to be understood at first. But over time, they get louder and louder and louder and louder. Until an old woman's voice singing hymns is distinguishable. Nah, I'm out. I'm yeah. out. I'm out. <laughs> this this shit would fuck me up. This is this is burning down the house time for me. I think like <laughs> I think you can live with an old woman's ghost. Yeah, it could be like some old distant granny who lived in the house. Exactly. I don't mind that. Lots of ghosts are just old women that float about and they're pretty harmless. And you know what they always have the classic thing is the rocking chair. Yeah. Which always moves. Oh uh, yeah, well that's a that's a, a staple of haunted yeah, houses. Yeah. But when it starts crossing over into religious shit as well... When the hymns come out, I'm that's, out. Yeah. That's the occult, bro. <laughs> yeah. That's demon shit. <laughs> I'm getting out of there. Exorcism time. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, bro. That's the, the power of Christ yeah. compels you thing. So if Catholic primary school has done anything, it's immediately out of there. Out yeah. Of- yeah. <laughs> Once you start hearing hymns... Definitely this. burning the whole farm down, freeing <laughs> yeah. all the slaves... Where's just the to get boil? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just to get rid of the guilt yeah. and then still leaving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> burning the cross into your chest kind of shit so the Bell family's youngest daughter Betsy uh, she seemed to suffer the worst during this time poor Betsy the entity began to physically abuse her by pulling her hair and slapping her she would often be left with bruises and handprints on her body that's weird yeah it's pretty weird because they thought that she was obsessed no no like sorry no 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 no. like the ghost was the one slapping her Mm-hmm. Which, well, I mean, my bad. That's that's how the that's how the <laughs> that's how the story goes, right? But it's crazy if this was just some like abusive sibling bullshit, and the resultant like, oh, must have been a ghost. Just the te- teenage <laughs> like, boys just beating yeah, like, her. Now this lie has like spawned two hundred years, this is, and this is the, gra- the dark shit begins, man. <laughs> yeah, the greatest ghost story of American history, just because her brother was a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, that's John Bell. He told the family to keep these strange happenings quiet at first. He didn't want any neighbors, you know, worrying about them or didn't want anybody thinking they were crazy or a strange, mm. strange family. They're, you know, they're good Christian people. They don't believe in that kind of thing. But eventually the voices and the slapping <laughs> got serious enough that he decided to confide in his friend, uh, Mr. James Johnston. That's also an NPC name. Yeah, but it also sounds like text, <laughs> such a- textbook abusive family stuff to be like, don't tell anybody. They'll yeah. think you're crazy. Definitely don't tell anyone that you're bruised going yeah, to school. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody's going to believe you. Like, that's <laughs> fucked. Um, so Johnston was his friend who lives near, next, next door. He's another farmer as well. Him and his wife were, of course, skeptical at first. But they decided, okay, okay, we'll spend a night at the Bell House to see if they would experience anything themselves. That evening, covers were also ripped from the bed of Mr. James Johnston and his wife. And he was also slapped across the face. Okay. So he got similar similar sort of treatment. He evidently like leapt up from the bed and like, in the name of the Lord, who are you and what do you want? Get this devil out of my yeah, house. Exactly. <laughs> so so Mr. Johnson, he, he was he suspected the entity was an evil spirit, the kind of the Bible talks about again. 
fucking yeah. de- demons, bro. A cult. Get out of there. Yeah. You don't want to be... <laughs> There's not fun Ouija board sh- stuff. You, you get out of that house. <laughs> but it, it's a good story. I mean, the, the ghost just... Her thing, I guess, is just slapping people. That is kind of funny, though. But, I, but, I mean, like, bro got slapped so hard, he went immediately like the power of Christ. It's kind of, <laughs> <laughs> like quoting the scripture. <laughs> still, again, it's still just the older brother just yeah. <laughs> just yeah, yeah. pesting about. Yeah, okay, okay. So he's an exorcism mode. But uh, I think we're going to pause here yep. and we'll come back to the story in a minute. This next song is Winona Oak with or without you. K103 Stationen med det subjektiva musikvalet Du lyssnar på precis den musik som vi tycker är världens bästa just nu Känslan av kontroll gick från 100 till 0 Yes, welcome back to Ordinary Observations with Jack and Mark and Anton. You can find us over at Spotify or Instagram at Ordinary Observations. That was Winona Oak, with or without you. Mm-hmm. Are we truly alone? It's all things ghost stories over here. <laughs> <laughs> that was well done, actually. All things ghost stories over here at K103 Ordinary <coughs> Observations. We're talking the Bell Witch. We are talking the Bell Witch. We well, tell were, us what just happened. We were just at the point where uh, Mr. Bell had invited his good friend James Jackson over and he got slapped at night as well. So. Yeah. He got up, he tried to do some exorcism shit, and... Um, he knows the witch is real. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't, it didn't work out. Or the spirit, should I so, say. So that's that. Uh, yeah, the exorcism obviously didn't work. Over time, the voices grow stronger, they grow louder, until it was quite understandably like singing famous hymns that everybody understood, quoting scripture that everybody understood, quoting sermons... That everybody understood. Again, just get out. Just and, leave and it. Like, and, and eventually just like having conversations with the Bell family. That's that's actually even more terrifying. That it's like sentient. Like, I wouldn't mind if it just repeated stuff on loop. But that's actually scary. It's just right? a, but an NPC ghost. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that it can talk to them and like respond is weird. But yeah, I mean, imagine coming home from a hard day, plow on the fields or something. Well, is he plow on the fields? Oh, okay. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> oh man, I'm so my back is killing me. Yeah. <laughs> lumbago. Yeah, I got lumbago. <laughs> um, and then the ghost is like, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, understandable. <laughs> How was your day? <laughs> but like, you come home, you're coming off the farm, off the fields, and your wife and kids are fucking talking to the walls, bro. <laughs> like, Christ. Yeah, man, that's when you move your whole family yeah. cross country. It's mm. not good. Yeah, man, these pesticides are fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Something's gone wrong here. But Feeding them the original recipe of Coca-Cola. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. so, uh, so word of the supernatural phenomena eventually passed further and further afield until it reached Nashville, mm. where a certain major general uh, by the name of Andrew Jackson would catch wind of it. Now, he'd been... That the- the Andrew the Jackson? The Andrew Jackson, yes. The Andrew Jackson that would become president. <laughs> I'm not going to pretend to know too much about American presidential history from the early 1800s. Ordinary observations, you don't have to. Yeah, yeah, so he... Which number was he? Like eight, I think. As our ghost historian, which number was he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, he was... Anyway, carry on. He was, he was a general <laughs> in like the revolutionary wars and stuff like that. Yeah. Also a um, big time slave guy. Yeah. He was big into that. Um, but yeah, so he'd been fighting in some part of the American revolutionary wars down in New Orleans... He had some property in Nashville. I think he was living there. Uh, we're not going to go into that. 
but he had beaten the British at some point, and so he was, he was evidently like a decent general. So I assume he, had, you know, I guess he had assumed a little ghost would be no match for him and his his guys. You know, mm. fair enough. He knew his prowess. Yeah. So the story goes: Andrew Jackson and his boys were making their way up the road to the property, uh, you know, in their horse and their carriage kind of so thing. He just sent in the cavalry. No, he went himself. Okay. Yeah. So I, I guess he had a gang of. Of goonies or something. <laughs> I'm just happy that John Bell is finally telling people about this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It only took his kids talking to he the wolves. Brought, brought the mob. Yeah, just yeah. his daughter getting beaten by a ghost a couple years before he like accepted some help with it. Yeah. Uh, so you know, apparently he's he's rocking up with his horse and his cart when suddenly they were stopped in their tracks. They presumed they were stuck in some mud or there's a stick jammed in the wheel or something like that, but. Evidently, there were no signs of anything that should be holding them back. They whipped the horses, uh, but the carriage wouldn't move. Jackson yelled, By the eternal boys, that must be the bell witch! (laughs) (laughs) Got him. And then came the disembodied female voice, saying she would let them pass. But they would meet again later that evening. Ooh. That's actually terrifying. <laughs> Chad moved. Yeah. Chad moved from the Bell she Witch. She played yeah. the fucking checkmate already. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, all she did was stop a couple horses in the carriage and yeah. they're shitting themselves. Horses paid actors there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were bought off on it. Yeah. <laughs> so, later that evening, uh, one of Jackson's men reveals that he is somewhat of a quote unquote witch tamer. That's such mm. horseshit, man. Which is, How which, many witches has which he come in contact? Cringe for one. But, <laughs> yeah. And that the reason the ghost had not bothered them since the carriage fiasco was because he had a silver bullet in the chamber of his revolver. Ooh. It's all right, fellas. I'm actually a, I'm actually a witch teamer myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sitting down with I've the boys it. having a beer. Yeah. A oh. witch whisperer. Yeah. <laughs> I've got it. <laughs> so silver bullet, oh, silver bullet, sorry, obviously meant to you know, kill any spirit. He happens to shoot with it. But immediately upon saying this, the man's body went into uncontrolled spasms of anguish as he claimed he was being stuck by invisible pins and beaten by invisible hands. His lumbago. Yeah. (laughs) Really come back with a vengeance. Chronicle lumbago. (laughs) Eventually, a strong kick to the ass sent him flying out the front door and the witch spoke up saying there was another fraud in Jackson's party and that she would reveal him the following evening. That's pretty funny, man. I mean, co- cocky bastard gold yeah, he deserved. Exactly, yeah. 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 Uh, but we, also, we another, another genius move from the ghost yeah. to be like, that's yeah, one he's, of them. He's playing them. Yeah, yeah. I'll or reveal, she's playing them. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I'll reveal the following fraud tomorrow night. There's another witch tamer among you. And so Jackson's men at this point were very unsettled. They begged him to leave. But he was like, no, well, actually, I want to find out who the fraud is then. Ah, you he's know? also keen, yeah. Ah, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so he wanted to stay out find the fraud was but eventually the men you know they went outside to sleep in their tents now nobody knows for sure what happened to them that, that evening but the following morning Jackson and his men were spotted leaving town in a hurry mm-hmm. some what claim that, what if they're all the fraud Mm-mm. well I think the whole story is a fraud to be honest with you but that's a little bit they never went to yeah. say goodbye they just left yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> didn't, some... even, didn't even tell her have the good decency <laughs> to say goodbye <laughs> it's not southern hospitality yeah. So some claim that Jackson was quoted to having said, I would rather fight the British all over again than fight the Bell Witch. Oof. Ooh. That's rough, man. <laughs> uh, the Bell Witch stays winning, bro. <laughs> Bell Witch stays on top. <laughs> now, it's worth noting again that there's there's like zero proof whatsoever that Andrew Jackson ever visited the Bell House. It's entirely 
conjecture. I don't ruin say. it like that, man. We're on a good vibe. Yeah, exactly. We're on a we're on a vibe. This is a good story. Yeah. Um, nothing in the documentation about his life ever suggests that he went there. But sorry, we're not here for perfect facts. Honestly, I'm convinced he just got rid of that part of history because he's he's just sad that the bell witch kicked his ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, we're here for a good story. We're yeah. I want to believe he got embarrassed by the bell witch. Uh, but what did the what did the bell witch want then? Seems like a reasonable question to ask. Like for being there, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, like she'd been tormenting the family for years at this point. She had embarrassed the future president. She had <laughs> slapped the neighbor, <laughs> <laughs> booted the witch tamer down yeah, the stairs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it seems two things. First, she wanted to kill John Bell, who she referred to as Old Jack. Oh, Old Jack that, Bell. That gives me a little spine tingle. Uh, That's weird. <laughs> and secondly, she wanted young Bet- boy. Betsy Bell to break off her engagement with her suitor slash fiance. Joshua Gardner. Maybe you should explain to the audience why why the Bell Witch wanted that. Well, we'll go through the fixation with old Jack Bell first. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's start with that. Uh, John Bell, a year or two after 1817, when the ghost you know, first started visiting the Bell family, John Bell's physical health began to deteriorate quite quickly, it seems. Apparently, the witch made it no secret that she planned to kill him. Uh, oh. and she took credit for what is now suggested to be like a neurogen neurodegenerative disease that he had so obviously yeah, yeah. <laughs> screaming so at the walls he's, he's, you know, his, his mus- muscles are like you know he's losing control of his body and stuff like yep. that through some terrible disease but she's taking credit for it essentially so the witch stays winning the witch stays winning um, he had regular seizures and difficulty making controlled movements as well as like painful migraines and difficulty speaking at times by 1820 poor John Bell was confined to the house Evidently, the witch had a habit of slapping him when he recovered from his uncontrollable seizures. That's so sad, man, that he's also confined to the house as if, like, as if he wants to be in that house. Yeah, like, I mean, let him stay anywhere talking, else. Talking about kicking a man when he's down. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the slapping thing's still kind of funny. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> she would slap him once he had finished with his uncontrollable seizures and had a habit of moving his shoes when he would try to get up and walk around. <laughs> It's the small things, but they break a man. Yeah, man, that would break a man. <laughs> yeah. It takes him all day to work up the strength to like get out of bed, and it's a <laughs> fucking witches move your shoes. I mean, that's not a... even being scary. That's just being annoying. <laughs> Super <laughs> petty. Um, so yeah, that happened by December eighteen twenty. John Bell was dead. The family woke up one morning and he was breathing no longer. Besides his bed was a strange vial of black liquid. Now, uh, John Junior, one of his sons put two drops of the liquid on the cat's tongue. The cat apparently leapt off the ground, rolled over in midair, and was dead by the time it hit the ground. <laughs> Why would you feed that to your cat? <laughs> it was different times back then. That's not a science experiment. Was, yeah. the, the bell witch's voice could then be heard, claiming that she had given old Jack a big dose of that the previous night and had killed him. Now, John Jr. then threw the vial into the fireplace upon which it exploded and produced bright green flames, like some real, like, diagonally shit. Yeah, yeah. It's real Narnia stuff there. Uh, <laughs> kind of fucked up to test the poison on the cat. <laughs> yeah, man. But, that seems incredibly but, cruel. Yeah, <laughs> but the fact it did a fucking barrel roll in video. <laughs> <laughs> the poor cat has lived, like, many years of seeing this whole family yeah, scream yeah. at the walls and now it's just killed. Yeah. Yeah, so the cat does a barrel roll and then doesn't, it just immediately dies. Does not explain further. Deceased. Uh, all right, all right, all right. so uh, yeah, again, we're going to need to take another break on this. Yeah. Well, this next song is The Libertines, Run, 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 which is 
something the Bell family should have done a long time ago. Hej, jag heter Henrik Bergen och ni lyssnar på K103. Yes, this is Ordinary Observations at K103. We're looking at some southern hospitality and ghost stories, or lack of, in the great state of, in the great state of Tennessee. It's Tennessee the Bell Witch. Considered, I guess it is considered yeah, south, southern, southern states, yeah. It's in my books. Anyway, yeah. carry on. <laughs> so, southern <laughs> yeah, enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so again, we're, we are looking at the Bell Witch, the most famous American haunting of all time. Yeah, we we just got up to Andrew Jackson visiting the house. Yeah, and then and then Old John Jack allegedly died. ran off. Yeah, yeah, and then the Bell Witch killed John Bell. Old Jack, and the cat did a barrel roll. The cat did a barrel roll and then died. Refuses refused to elaborate further and died. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they decided to test poison on the cat. Anyway, carry yeah. on. Yeah, 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 yeah. What do we get up to, mate? Yeah, so John Bell's dead. He they held a funeral for him. It was nearby. Drew a large crowd from all over the county. Apparently, three preachers uh, were there to say some prayers. Oh, mate, I'd hope so. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I'd hope so. Yeah, I think, like, that was a backup from the community. Yeah. <laughs> like, can this bitch Just go with them? Like, yeah. um, I think you were, yeah. If you if you were the soul of John Bell, you would take all the help you could get. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> sending the, the task force. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, um, but apparently, as the funeral concluded, despite the fact there were three preachers there, making prayers over his dead body uh, the bell witch could be heard laughing and singing a song about a bottle of brandy <laughs> that's terrifying oh i think witches laughing is is crazy yeah, but like, scary the fact that she was like ready to turn it up yeah. like, she's like party like, time party time John. <laughs> over at the bell farm exactly exactly now apparently uh, john bell is the only person in american history whose death has been attributed to the schemings of a spirit that goes mm. pretty hard. Uh, it's a great fact, if it's true. I haven't read the death certificate myself. Also from BlairWedge.com. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, we should probably say that's post-colonial American history. Right. Yeah. Uh, Based. Is it? Are you allowed to say that? No, I don't know. I don't think so. The other issue um, the other issue the ghost was concerned uh, with was the relation status of Betsy Bell, which we briefly mentioned earlier. Yeah, so I was saying that it's slightly problematic. We'll hear why. Slightly, yeah. She'd been, um, she'd been courting potential suitor Joshua Gardner, and the pair became engaged. However, the spirit made no secrets about her disdain for Joshua and would apparently bother the two whenever they tried to spend some time together. They could not go to the river or the fields or the cave... <laughs> Without being bothered by her, um, your local hookup yeah. spot. <laughs> why? Why? It's like oh, why? Creepy old man sitting yeah. in the bushes with the binoculars <laughs> out in the cave. Yeah. Why you would want to go to a fucking cave when there's a ghost that's been haunting you for years and just killed your dad? It's is beyond me, bro. Um, but again, yeah. Also, who has? It's so like 1800s to for a r- romantic couple to have a cave as a hangout spot. Well, I don't know. I don't know. That's grim, man. There's places where ghosts be lurking. It's caves. It's be lurk, yeah. Um, So the Bell Witch, she wouldn't leave them alone, right? She would bother them to no end. They could not go anywhere without them being pestered. So eventually, poor Betsy called off the engagement for fear that she may also kill Joshua in the same way that she killed John, her father. Mm -hmm. Now, the Bell Witch may have actually had a point here. Betsy was born in 1806... 
All right. Joshua was born in 1800. The engagement was called off in 1821. That means Betsy was only 15. While Joshua was 21, which is, which is fucked up. Yeah, that's weird. That's fucked up. But that's when the engagement ended. Ooh. Nah, I don't like that. When did it start, bro? <laughs> yeah, man. It, it was not two weeks before. <laughs> no, that's what I mean. Like, presumably they'd been dating for at least a year. Probably maybe two. two. Maybe two. I guess things moved fast back then, but shit, man. That's... I mean, she time, was like thir- she was 13 yeah. and he was fucking times were different man yeah no I, I don't like that base bow witch I mean, stays on yeah. top <laughs> stays winning <laughs> yeah yeah bell witch had a point here base base bow witch the pedo hunter uh, un- unfortunately it gets a lot worse though uh because when betsy broke up with joshua she began courting richard powell now mr powell had expressed his interest in betsy some years earlier and had been upfront about his disappointment when she became engaged to joshua but he had wished her the best of luck with her marriage. That sounds like a really mature... Wait, you said some th- some years earlier. Yeah, yeah, I did. When she was 30. Yeah, I did. It yeah. sounds like a very yeah, mature so, thing some, to do. Some years is more than two years, I guess. Uh, mm. Whatever. <laughs> uh, it sounds like a mature thing to do, right? Oh. Admit that she's interested in somebody else and say, okay, I wish you the best of luck. Happy marriage. Fair play. Sounds very mature. Unfortunately, it was very mature. Richard Powell was her fucking school teacher. Oh, no. He was born in 1795, meaning that he was... uh, Meaning that when the two were married, three years later, in 1824, Betsy was 18, Richard was 29 or 30, depending which month of the year he was born. Oh, my God. Yikes, bro. It's it's getting horrifying. Yeah. And also, he's known her since she's like 12 or 13. That's what... Yeah, like he was her school teacher. So, so him being mid twenty something. <sighs> yeah, that's tough, man. That's fucked. You know what? And you I, thought I the ghost story the was going to be the grossest thing we heard about. Yeah, I support the Bell Witch. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I can't understand why the Bell Witch had a problem with Josh, but not then a problem with Richard. Richard. Yeah. The school I mean, teacher. To be honest, to me, she doesn't teacher. seem to be a witch. She seems to be a guardian. Oof. Oh. Maybe she's a guardian angel. Oh, here, huh? One man's witch is another man's guardian. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, yeah, so, anyway, after successfully killing John Bell and causing, uh, poor Betsy and pedo Joshua to break up, it seemed like the witch's work was done. She bid farewell to Lucy Bell, John's widow, uh, but she said she would return seven years later. Strangely enough, actually, besides the whole physically abusing her children and killing her husband business, uh, the spirit was quite nice to Lucy, apparently. That's, that's, I think, is also so- extremely odd yeah she would like sing to her and bring her fruits and stuff quite specific yeah. Yeah. but i guess like that's like the best gift you could give somebody in 1817 it's tennessee like a detail yeah. that they didn't want to leave out the that was the only were... sweet to have <laughs> the yeah. fruits were on exactly the yeah um so apparently the spirit did return as promised seven years later in 1828 um and spent most of her time hanging out with john bell jr uh, the oldest son. No way he decided to live in that house. He was still... I guess he was still not an adult, so... Whatever. He was still there. Uh, maybe John Jr. had, like, forgotten about the beef they had had after she killed her, his father. And, and when he killed the cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, like, apparently they got along really well this time. They discussed, you know, everything from the origins of life, civilization, Christianity, and the need for a major societal spiritual reawakening. 
she even predicted like the American Civil War, which would would break out not like thirty years later. Yeah. So she made some predictions about the future. Some of them. And he didn't want to stop it. Stop what? <laughs> oh, the Civil War. <laughs> Wait. Wait. No, I guess he, he did want to. No, he no, did. no, no. He didn't want to stop it. Yeah. Ah, no, wait. he did. No, he did want to stop it. You're right. He wanted to know the winner. I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, I think he he would prefer to have kept the status quo at that point. He had bets on it. Uh, but re- I mean, really strange relationship to be keeping, uh, having deep and meaningful conversations with the ghost that killed your father, and also made like your sister insane and like yeah, just generally haunted the whole area. Yeah, but I mean, that's the, that's the Bell Witch, America's most famous haunting. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Still to this day, that fucking that town of Adams, Tennessee, makes bank on this thing, man. Yeah, of course. Yeah. People, is there is the farm still there? Farms? Nah, the house has been run down. I think they don't know quite where it is, but they know where the grave of John Bell is. Oh, mm. really? They found that. That's definitely yeah. Haunted. So there's like definitely spooky shit around she there. She goes and sings the brandy songs and, at uh, him every night. <laughs> and the cave, the cave is now like a tourist hotspot. People go down to the cave to see the old Bell Witch. <laughs> the hookup cave. Yeah. <laughs> the hookup cave. All right, all right. That's the Bell Witch. This is Sleater Kinney. Hell. Varje heltimme hörde studentnyheterna här på K103. Med det senaste från studentvärlden och Göteborg. Ha koll med K103. Yes, you're listening to Ordinary Observations with Jack, Mark and Unexpected Observations, Anton, this evening. We're talking ghost stories. We just finished up with the Bell Witch. That was uh, Sleater Kinney. Yeah, that went spookily hard. Yeah, the, the ending there was a little eerie, wasn't uh. it? Huh? Um, but I think you've got... A little bit lighter, but bit more fun of. Uh... Yeah, the next spooky location <laughs> along the tour with your ghosts. Zing, get it? Like oh, hosts, G hosts. Yeah, anyway, oh. it didn't work. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, it the... was worth a try. <laughs> <laughs> it looked cooler written down, uh, right? Uh. The next place, the Playboy Mansion. That's uh, haunted. Uh, the ghost of you, Hefner. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, it's been haunted for a lot longer than. They say that it's almost. Too easy to call the Playboy Mansion creepy. The 29-bedroom Gothic Tudor Mansion built in <laughs> 1927 on 5.3 acres in the affluent Holmby Hills neighborhood of Los Angeles mm-hmm. has been home to hordes of young women who have flocked to the grotto to hang, <laughs> to hang out with Where have the... you taken this from? Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I know you haven't used the word grotto in your life. <laughs> in my entire life. <laughs> Who have flocked to the grotto. <laughs> to also, hang- nobody's ever flocked to a grotto. <laughs> and who flocks? <laughs> to hang out with Hugh Hefner since he purchased the home in 1971. With Prohibition-era secret doors and a hot tub that in 2011 caused 123 people to be sickened with bacteria. How many people does this hot tub fit? Yeah, man, I don't want to know. That's fucking disgusting. It would almost be weird if there weren't ghosts hanging around there. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. but With wherever I found that from. Somebody <laughs> somebody died in the mansion, right? Well, yeah. I, mean, I so, guess you um, died there as well. but So there, there was um one of the former Playboy... No. Bunnies. No. No, no, no. No, she didn't die. Okay. She was, she was like, she was interviewed about it being haunted. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And she said, people talk about it being haunted. There's all these weird urban legends, like that there's trafficking tunnels at the Playboy Mansion. Ooh. And it takes on a life of its own. 
Um, she said that in the early 1970s, neighbors called it the haunted house because of how much it conjured a mansion, how much it looks straight out of Scooby-Doo, like one of these old haunted yeah. <laughs> mansions. <laughs> and funny, it's got a, like a massive large gate with all this overgrown like le- trees all over it. And the yeah. whole house is a bit old and overgrown. And um, of course, there's a, the original Playboy Mansion ghost story. And the original owners, Arthur Letts Jr. and his wife, who was a businessman, mm. lived in the house. And there's a rumor that she jumped, fell, or was pushed down the balcony on the main balcony inside the house onto the marble floor and died, and that she haunts the mansion still. Oof. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. And um, she, um, the person who was interviewed also says that the staff worked in the mansion, had um, their ghost stories of their own, and that some of the housekeeping staff were afraid to go to the games room because mm-hmm. they had all of, like, these super old arcade games and that the pinball machines in the arcade games would go off by themselves <laughs> and, like, shut by themselves and the doors would be slamming shut a lot by themselves. So there's just these people that are terrified <laughs> going to work <laughs> every day. I'm kind of surprised there's pinball machines in the Playboy Mansion. Yeah, yeah. me too. But Hugh Hefner's old as yeah. fuck. Yeah, all, all sorts dead. of toys in yeah. there. Yeah, he's dead so now, now right? It's, he's an, uh, another now, ghost. Yeah, I, I don't think he's playing pinball. He'd be popping on, like, fucking old pornos and stuff. Yeah, he's he's just <laughs> rotting around just in the bacteria hot tub. Fucking disgusting old stuff. Yeah. yeah, man, that's, that's evil. Yeah. yeah, so that was the Playboy Mansion, supposedly haunted. Ah, oh, shit, man. Should we? Yeah, you got, a, you got a quick minute to run yeah, through yeah. a couple of... Last thing, last but not least, death row last meal requests. Sort of entirely unrelated. But... Yeah, so um, for those of you who aren't aware... Um, it's when an inmate who's facing the death penalty in the U.S., they're allowed to choose a final meal to have before dying. The tradition of the last meal stretches back centuries and much further beyond. And some speculate that it was out of fear of ghosts and could be traced back to the last meal of Jesus, which uh, I don't know about that. That's stretching it too far. Oh, that's a stretch, isn't it? <laughs> stretching it half. And uh, apparently in ancient Greece, you'd also feed the person who was going to get executed so they didn't go into the underworld. And wouldn't come back as a hungry ghost. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> and uh, yes, yeah, so, what they were afraid of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so apparently, some famous last meal requests. So, on March fifteenth, nineteen sixty-three, Victor Fugur was executed by hanging in Iowa after being convicted for the murder of Dr. Edward Bartles. He chose a single olive with a pit for his with a pit in it for his last meal and hoped the tree symbolizing peace would sprout from his pocket. Yeah. It, nice try. Yeah, nice try, but the officials uh, found it in his in his suit during the burial. <laughs> he didn't even eat it. But, uh, oh. it's, just, it's a pretty odd one. I can't imagine just a guy just <laughs> sucking on an olive pit the night before he's going <laughs> to die. didn't even bother. No. And then uh, James Edward Smith, the Texas killer that was put to death in June 1990. He um he wins the prize for one of the oddest last meal requests and he chose a clump of dirt. And uh, however, dirt was not on the list of approved foods by the prison officials. So they gave him yogurt but instead. You that, <laughs> that defeats the purpose they of having gave a him list. Some yogurt. I think the idea was you should be able to choose anything. It's not a substitute for dirt. No, it's not the same. And uh, apparently, the Oklahoma City bomber Timothy McVeigh asked for two pints or roughly half a liter. No. Uh, a liter of mint chocolate chip ice cream as his final meal. 
And uh, he fought, he apparently just ate the ice cream like in 10 minutes. Mm. <laughs> like, just wolfed it that's a That's a common quiz question, that one. It's like, oh, what did Timothy McVeigh eat as his last meal? Chocolate chip. And it's just like, oh, mint chocolate chip. Yeah, it's boring. You got oh. any last meal requests? <laughs> nah. I'd rather not die yet. I'm going Maybe for the Harakira hot dog or something. Hmm. Oh. Um, but that's... I don't know what I'm going for, actually. I don't want to think about <laughs> That's our time. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Anton, for joining us this evening. Thank yes. you very much. Yeah. And uh, make sure to pitch in. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, thank you for listening to Spooky Ordinary Observations. Yep. You can listen on Spotify or on Wednesdays on K103 at 8 o'clock. And find us on Instagram at this... Ordinary Observations. Yep. This is Ros Kamehameha. This is Ros Hello. Holy shit. Good night. You've just heard a podcast version of a radio show by K103 Gothenburg Student Radio. You'll find all our shows at k103.se. Follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Stay tuned.